Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Hello, thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. My name is Jay Shears, a pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you've got questions about today's podcast, feel free to give me a call at 888-226-7614. That's 888-226-7614. You can find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. Kingdomplanadvisory.com. I'm going to go over a subject that I just recently spoke about on one of the podcasts uh, in regards to a final tithe series. And the particular subject matter was the utilization of transfer on death and payable on death. <clears throat> the transfer on death is a tactic used to name a beneficiary to avoid probate on non-qualified, uh, normally brokerage accounts. Now, you can do it for real estate as well. So if you own a individual or jointly owned brokerage account, um, you can use a transfer on death to name beneficiaries and contingent beneficiaries. And you can use a payable on death at your your financial institution, your bank, uh, credit union, uh, that would allow you, once again, to name primary and contingent beneficiaries that would uh, allow you, number one, to avoid probate. Number two, to avoid legal costs. Uh, the utilization of transfer on death and payable on death is usually a very easy thing to transfer assets at your death. <clears throat> so the reason I bring this up today is because last evening I was I was uh, scrolling through social media and I seen an ad by a law firm that... <clears throat> kind of had an attention grabber that that i i caught and it was basically the the catch line was if you're utilizing payable on death or transfer on death be aware of these big pitfalls for example <clears throat> i'm thinking well wait a minute <clears throat> what, 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 why are they saying that so i clicked on it and of course they wanted all my information and <laughs> you, you you understand the drill when you click on a facebook ad you're gonna have to give your information but what i've what I discovered uh, is that they they had made mention of um, you know not naming contingent beneficiaries and you know, the possibly the beneficiaries not uh, being good stewards and, and spending all the money. All that is is relatively true, <clears throat> but here's here's the first thing I, that I I have to say. Your financial advisor and your attorney should not be working against each other. And from that Facebook ad, I got that that the, this particular law firm did not uh, want you following your financial advisor's advice. <clears throat> and a good financial advisor will get you, if the situation dictates, to utilize payable on death and transfer on death to save your estate money. And this particular ad was, in my opinion was working against the the cohesiveness of an advisor and an attorney working together. You know, I, I believe that that proper estate planning 
should include your financial advisor, your CPA, and an attorney. It takes three people to to be working together, not against each other, okay, to to basically put you on the right path and to make sure that everything is is done, number one, that is cost efficient, but yet satisfy all the things that you're trying to accomplish with the current policies and procedures and IRS laws and uh, uh, whatever it may be at that particular time. I was really not happy to see that ad because it, it got my attention. And if it got my attention, it probably got the attention of others, probably other financial advisors that probably did the same thing I did. They're like, wait, why are you saying that? I thought well, maybe there's something new that I wasn't aware of. Well, that wasn't the case. The case was you got to have a will or a trust. You know, well, if you've been listening to my podcast, I have said the same thing. You know, at the minimum, everyone should have a will. And then that will, you should have a, a power of attorney named and healthcare representatives and uh, uh, uh all of those, uh, your, uh, your, maybe your do not resuscitate orders, your whatever it may be. I, I agree. You need a will. Not everyone needs a trust. And, and I have just, once again, recently dealt with a situation where someone was utilizing a trust and they just did not. The, number one, they didn't have the assets. They didn't have the special needs. Had one grown, very responsible, good steward uh, a child. There was no need for a trust. And, and um a phone call to the clients and the attorney. I, I made my my opinion known, but once again, it's just an opinion. So you know, you listen as a good steward. I think that that you know our priority is uh, to take care of God's money. Okay, that's what a steward does, right? A steward manages the assets of someone else. Well, God owns it all, so therefore we are managing the assets that God has entrusted us with. So for us to to be in a situation where we're trying to make the right decision and we're getting contradictory contradictory information from our advisor, possibly our attorney, um, and then uh, maybe different information from the CPA, that's a three-way phone call between those three professionals and their disciplines to work that out, Okay. What my concern is, is that it's a, 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 a financial needs analysis by the person that's saying, don't do this, do that. That it is money related and maybe not in the best interest of the client. Now, I respect the, the legal profession and their opinion, even though I may disagree with it at times, and they may disagree with mine. Um, but I've got an attorney that I work very closely with, and we disagree several times. But ultimately, we come to the best decision for the client um, in, in, in regards to a number of different issues. We're allowed to have an opinion, but at that, at that point, you don't say, well, you're wrong and I'm right. You just say, what, what is in the best interest of the client and include the client in the conversation. Uh, so if you're listening and you're the client, wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather have, for example, if it was, if you had... A, a terminal illness or a, a very serious illness um, and you went to three different doctors and all three doctors said the other two doctors were knuckleheads and you shouldn't follow their advice, wouldn't you rather those three doctors all get together and say this is the best treatment plan for your current situation? That's no different than having an advisor, a CPA, and an attorney all working together to best create a plan that works for you. It makes sense, right? 
Well, in this day and age, well, I guess for as, as long as people were in, uh, uh, you know, in the profession of, of, of those three disciplines, I guess that there may be some hunger pains um, that you think that if, if uh, the advisor, if you listen to the advisor, that you're going to make less money as the attorney or vice versa. Um, I've seen several CPAs get their life insurance license so they can sell annuities to people that come in. Listen, I, it, a CPA should do what they do. Financial advisor should do what they do. The attorney should do what they do. They should specialize in their art, right? I don't, I, I don't do taxes for everyone, I, I, for a few people, but just because they asked me to. Um, because I, I, that's not my specialization. It's not my discipline. You know, it, it, this time of year, I'm on the phone several times a day with a person's accountant. You know why? Because I say, if your accountant has questions, have them call me. And then we work through it. And it's always a very cordial conversation. Many times uh, someone says, well, you know, I've, I'm, I'm going to see an estate planning attorney. We're going to set this up. I said, include me in the conversation. I want to work with your your attorney uh, so that they're, you know, that they understand. Because the reality is you may not understand everything that has been done regarding your financial plan. It, it's just a, a, a reality check. So it's better for your advisor to get on the phone with your 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 attorney and and get things uh, worked out. It listen, it's a perfect plan when all three are working together. So you know the purpose of this particular podcast is this. <clears throat> you know don't don't tie your horse up to one post, right? <laughs> don't. Um, you know scripture says that you should seek the advice of many advisors. Okay, you should seek the advice of many advisors. In modern day, 2021, it is my opinion that that should include your, your financial advisor, your CPA, and your your estate planning attorney, uh, elder care attorney. And that, in my opinion, you're doing the best job you can do as a steward to, to get things done. But to just say, it, it would be no different than me uh, coming on and doing a podcast and saying, uh, beware of the uh, revocable uh, uh, family trust or don't, you know, avoid the pitfalls of an irrevocable life insurance trust or it just, you know, complete nonsense. I can, listen, any tactic has its pros and cons. Every tactic in regard to your estate planning or financial planning doesn't fit everyone, right? So it's easy for me to sit here and dissect that's that's one of my biggest issues with other advisors is that they they sometimes not all of them but many of them especially younger ones um, that they think that they have to talk bad about the other advisor. Listen, I, I just recently um, had someone come in and they said, "Listen, you know, you were referred to us. Uh, we'd lo- love for you to review our current accounts." I said, "I'd love to." I mean, that's that's how I stay in business. And I, I, the woman was a widow, and I went and I reviewed her account, um, and it was sizable. It, and and um, you know, she's like, you know, I just, I, I just not comfortable with what I'm doing here because I don't fully understand it. Well, when I reviewed the account, the the advisor, in my opinion, was brilliant. Um, now this is going to sound <laughs> a little odd, but he did things like I do them. 
I mean, his income plan for this particular client uh, was was spot on. And I've seen many of the the, uh, investments that I use in my clients' plans. And this woman, she said, well, what do you think? I said, I think you need to keep this advisor because he's, in my opinion, he's a really good advisor. She's like, well, you don't want my account? I said, I don't think you need to change. You you know, you're, you're putting on an identical shirt and there may be fees involved to transfer an account that you don't need to transfer. And she said, you know what? She said, I am just really thankful that you're, you're, you're honest about this. And at the same time, I've lost a few count, accounts this last few years simply because the advisor was bad-mouthing um, my particular approach to income planning. Well, you know, the when, when people hear that, they, it... Listen, if you plant enough bad seeds, you're going to grow you're going to grow a bad tree. And if if you know someone says, "Hey, I you know, I don't fully understand," and I go to a, a different advisor, and another advisor says, "Hey, this guy's a knucklehead. I would never have done this." And I I that really aggravates me. It it just does. So, getting back to working with rather than against to create an optimal plan is really the focus of what you should be doing as a good steward. But I'm telling you, I'm not for doing it yourself. I'm really not. You know, if, if there's something, if I have a, a, a serious ailment or I broke a leg, I don't try to repair my own leg. I go to a person who repairs legs. Um, even though I've been a financial planner for 25 years, uh, and I think that I am pretty well versed in the legal aspects of, of you know, what I'm trying to accomplish as a steward. I still utilize an attorney. Uh, believe it or not, I actually have a very good friend of mine who is an advisor that, that I asked them their opinion of my particular situation because I may be missing something. And, and I may have an emotional attachment that this particular friend of mine can see that maybe I need to do something different. It's, it's not a bad idea. How many doctors self-medicate? I, I would hope not many. I think as a doctor, they would go to another doctor and say, what do you think? Um, you know, what's your opinion? Listen, look, <clears throat> ultimately, ultimately, it is the objective of a, of a good steward to the, do the best you can with the knowledge that you have. You know, can you be held accountable for ignorance? No, you, you can't. I mean, I, it is my opinion over the last 25 years that that the majority of the people that walk into my office need things done, even though they may have a credible advisor that may have made a, a best effort from a biblical perspective, there are things that needed to be done. But I, it didn't cause me to say, well, that advisor is a, is a buffoon. I'm, no. Listen, you're on the right track. I think you just need a little help to get over the finish line. Is kind of my approach. It, it just really irks me when people are not working for the benefit of the client. They're working for the benefit of their own checking account. And I think it's, it's uh, just really anti-professional or unprofessional. I, I just don't like it. So here's the deal. You know, I, I wanted to share that with you today simply because I think it's a, a, important. 
if if you are with an advisor that is is one of those that that the you know the rest of the world is a bumbling idiots and they he or she is the only one that knows what they're doing, beware, right? Same thing with an attorney that says you know don't don't listen to your advisor, just listen to me. I can get you lined up. Be careful of that. You know maybe your advisor doesn't know what they're doing. I you know maybe the attorney doesn't know what they're doing. But when you have three that are self-checking, all right, you've got an advisor and a CPA checking the attorney's work. You got the attorney and the CPA checking the advisor's work, and you got you know and, and so on. I mean, it it is only good unless they all three work in the same office, which I I've seen. Then they're all going to agree with the, the other one, and and you may not <laughs> have the best plan. I, you know, I, I don't mean to laugh, but I've seen it. So listen, you know, you can only wear so many hats. Like I said, you know, I am a financial advisor. Um, and and my, my saying is obedience trumps performance. We must be obedient in our stewardship before we ever start chasing numbers. Okay? We must be obedient. That is my objective to facilitate, to help educate you to make wise decisions as a good steward. All right? Not to say we can make 14%. Why is that other advisor only making 6%? Why did you lose money last year in that account? I could have made you money. That's juvenile. That's very childish. Okay? Run from advisors that are trying to get your account that are saying those things. Run. That is has nothing to do with being an obedient steward. If you run into an advisor that says, Listen, are, are you invested in things that are contrary to your beliefs? And you say, I don't know. Well, then the advisor, if they can help you align your stewardship with your beliefs, with your faith. And they don't say uh, that other advisor, I would have never you know, put you in that particular portfolio. That's the wrong thing to say. Listen, it's like building a house. You need someone that pours concrete. You need someone to set the frame. You need someone to drywall. You need someone to put the cabinets in. Everyone has their specialization. Okay. If you just use a general contractor who thinks they can do everything, it's probably not the case. You know, you may be in a situation right now that you've made a lot of money in the last two or three years uh, under the current um, bull run. Doesn't mean that it's right. See, that that's, that, that's you know, we're, we're getting into another subject here. You're not a good steward just because you're making money. Okay? You're not a good steward just because you're making money. So let's, I'm going to stop it right there. The message today was this. Be careful of the advisor that is speaking or the, the advisor, CPA or attorney that is saying that they are the only ones with the right answer. Right? If they say, if that, if the, if the advisor is saying, hey, we need to use payable on death, transfer on death, this is why. And the attorney says, well, yes, that, that's great. But I think we need to do this because the transfer on death or payable on death doesn't take care of a special needs child or a special needs uh, a case. Then that's the conversation to be had. But if they're just putting a Facebook ad on trying to get you to come in and, and, and you know, use a cookie cutter trust, people, that's just not proper. Okay? If you can have a good team of advisors, that's biblical. That is biblical. I'm going to leave it there. I hope this information was helpful. You know, if you got questions, uh, maybe if you're an attorney and you don't like what I said today, call me. 
<laughs> we could have that conversation. Uh, but I think a good attorney would agree with what I just said. Um, you know, we, we all need a little help. So if you have questions, if you need advice, if you want a second or third opinion about your current situation, I'll be happy to give it to you. If it's a good, if, if, if I agree with it, I'll tell you. If I disagree with it, I'll tell you why and how to fix it. But it's just an opinion. But it'll be an opinion based on scripture and not worldview. You can give me a call at 888-226-7614. That's 888-226-7614. You can find us at kingdomplanadvisory.com. God bless. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit kingdomplanadvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.